Hi legends, welcome back to another ep of Become What You Want. Um, just wanted to share this one. It's been a couple months um, since recording it, but this guy was an absolute legend when we spoke. It was actually filmed outside at the Lonnie Gorge, so I really hope you guys actually enjoy this one. There might be a little bit of background noise, but please don't complain too much. Enjoy it. Thanks guys. Never fought for real, just hit against the wheel Turned away from all the things too hard to face But day by day, I grew to stay And change the way I like to live And become what I want There's no devil in the details, just breathe in G'day guys and welcome to Become What You Want. Today's guest is Connor Ackley, age 21, proud Tasmanian. Welcome in, mate. Hello, how's it going? Yeah, good. How are you feeling today? Pretty good. Yeah, good? Yeah. Good to be here? Yeah, great. Yeah, awesome. Okay, so I want you to tell us the story of how we first met. Um, well, I guess, I don't know, I walked into the room <laughs> and there you were at TAFE. Yeah. Um, Sometime early February, I think it was. Like, was it early February? Yeah, it was early February. Early Feb this year, we met at TAFE. Yes. So we met in a room. We went, that was we, a great way to it start was, it, wasn't it? It was so, a great way. Yeah. Um, so what were we studying at TAFE? We are studying Cert 3 in Individual Support Disability. And have you always wanted to be into disability or...? No, uh, not originally. I um, wanted to actually become a chef when I first... Well, ever since I remembered I wanted to be a chef and all of a sudden I don't know I guess I just changed my mind and tried over the last five years I guess I found different industries I've worked in different industries and now I'm in an industry I'm actually happy with so. something you're passionate about a bit of bit of go well, a bit of wheel. I've always been a people's person and, a, and you know a communicator and a helper and in commercial cookery and chefing and stuff that's frowned upon like you know, they want you to cook, not talk. So I guess I now have found something that I'm I'm not just helping people, I'm communicating and getting to know them and really making that connection, you know. Did you feel like being in the kitchen as well felt like being on a production line a bit where you worked? Yeah, or? it was more just results instead of... I mean, that's what it's all about, though. Get results and make people happy, love the food, and that's just cooking and chefing I guess and it's the same with drink making too so, so you did a bit of both work worked high end I did a little bar work and I did a tried chefing and it was too hard so yeah too much yelling chefs are nasty I'm scared of Gordon Ramsay so. did you meet him no no not a chance no not you so you weren't that quite no. high end no my teacher was taught by him and used to work with him though. Gordon Ramsay yeah my teacher worked with Gordon Ramsay once upon a time that's a pretty cool story. Is. And how, how many years are we talking about that, that being? I don't know how long they worked together, but um, I just know they've worked together. So, so trained by Gordon Ramsay. Yeah. Well, oh, not trained. You are technically as well. Oh, technically, yeah. yeah. I didn't finish the qualification, but um, yeah. stuff happens. Oh, well, shit happens. Life yeah. happens, doesn't it? So, 
Um, but yeah, let's just acknowledge where we are today as well, mate. Yeah. Uh, beautiful Launceston Gorge. Color of a day, the gorge. Yeah. The birds are um, right underneath <laughs> my feet. And, um, You're struggling with them there, eh? No, it's all right. Making friends. Yeah, making friends. Yes. Yeah. Do you, did you know this, uh, whatever they call it, the, the chairlift is the biggest in the world? No. Did you? <laughs> I actually, I was reading it on the side as it came down. I'm like, wow. Never paid attention, but... Launceston's got the biggest single chairlift in the world. There you go. There you go. Um, so, studying disability this year, working disability now. Yeah. Um, let's go back a few years, turn back the clock a little bit. Turn back the clock. <laughs> Did you grow up? Where'd you grow up? I uh, grew up in Georgetown. I um, was Well, I was born in Launceston, but at the um, LGH, Launceston General. But I, um, yeah, grew up in Georgetown. That was a uh, experience. Um, small town, small group of people, and annoying, but that's all right. I still talk to some of them. Lovely bunch. Some of them are, and some of them are. Yeah. So you grew up in Georgetown from how old to when did you? Zero, I don't know, zero years old to um, <laughs> seventeen. Then I moved away to Melbourne to do my Cert Three in Commercial Cookery and TAFE. And that fell through. Was homeless over there and came back when I was eight. Oh, just before I was eighteen, and that's yeah. when COVID happened. So, yeah. And then I've lived in. Well, I lived. I went. I moved back down to Georgetown, and then I um, moved back up to here to Lonnie, and that's where I've been ever since. Yeah. So going back to Georgetown Primary School there, high school there. Yeah. So they have a high school. I thought. No, so it's primary. Yes, yeah, so primary school then goes to high school, but there's one primary school and then there's two all round the schools. So you go through through all those schooling and that's even year 11, year 12? Oh, yeah. they, they've recently, oh, in the last, I think it was about four years ago they started doing high school. Oh, they started doing college, sorry. So you just missed out on that? I didn't decide to do it. I didn't want to do it. I'd come up here to do stuff. So um, you went to Lonnie College? Or? Yeah, I went to Launceston College. So yeah. LC. And passions around that time of your life? Um, well, I, I'm not sure, to be honest. It was kind of a blur. That all that is a, yeah I'm not sure I guess I just tried to get by on whatever I was trying to do yeah. I think I started a uh, Cert 3 in community services back then yeah but yeah. didn't finish that because COVID happened and it was all difficult and had a lot of on, um, personal deep stuff happen and um, yep. yeah so yeah. You we'll go we'll keep going anyway um, you go to Melbourne yeah how old are you at this stage I am 17 17 yes move over there with my family over there it falls through about five or four or five months in I don't know what to do at that stage so another my other auntie and stuff on that side of the family take me in and that lasts for about a month or so and then I um, yeah and then I'm homeless streets homeless on the streets in Melbourne in Melbourne at like 17, 17. Yeah. stuff's on my back Carrying my shit around, uh, almost at Launceston. Um, carrying my stuff around Melbourne, just at the age of seventeen, trying to find a house every night, and um, was it a? It was an eye opener, but I had accommodation every night because it was paid for, and uh, I still remember to this day this one worker that she she just always made sure I had a house and food and you know just place to stay. She's a beautiful lady, and um, I'll always remember her. But um, yeah found a place and I found a share house and I was stayed there for a few weeks until I had a massive breakdown and then my mum come over and rescue me uh, rescued me and took me home so 
It's scary though, isn't it's it? Scary. Mel- Melbourne being so young, being on the streets. Um, well, my advice for all the underage people is if you have a home to live in and it's a good home and you don't have much going on, there's not bad, bad stuff happening, stay in. Yeah. Don't move out until you have to absolutely move out because it's the cheapest and best experience. Especially nowadays. Like mm. it's, I mean, what is it? When was 2008? Uh, what was it? 2019 was... Four years ago now. And look how everything's increased in that time. Yeah, it's crazy, isn't it? Like right. inflation, inflation, and petrol, petrol, taxes, rates, rent, rent. disgusting. Honestly. Life's just hard, isn't it? Yeah, so. a kilo of chicken is sixteen dollars. <laughs> it's out, outrageous. Outrageous. So you love your chicken? Love my chicken. <laughs> it's staple. It's a staple. It key thing of my life is chicken. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so being homeless on the street, you yeah. wouldn't get much food. Uh, I tried to get whatever I could. I, I mean, I was on Centrelink at the time, so I was getting what I could. Um, it was a very hard time. Like, just, I guess I had to make sure I didn't spend my money stupidly, otherwise I'd have nothing, you know, for the next week or two weeks or whatever. I've always had this uh, think about people being homeless and, um, you know, living on the street. Yeah. How do they get Centrelink if they don't have an address? That's the thing. You've got to put down temporary or, like, they've changed it now. I think it was a bit different four years ago but now uh, it's you can put a temporary address down but I had to put down one sole address and t- just tell them you know I can't give you a solid address at the moment until I actually move into a share house and that worked and yeah it worked yeah. they were okay with it but um, I um, it was still hard like all my mail would go to somewhere else and I'm just like I don't know where my so that's why I had all my stuff sent by, um, via email so did you meet any other people oh, I, I didn't meet any homeless people Oh, I met someone when I went to the sh- uh, got into the share house. It was a bit interesting, but um, we'd play guitar at eleven o'clock at night, twelve o'clock at night. When I had to t- I had to get up at four o'clock to leave to get to t- or catch the bus at six o'clock in the morning. So lovely guy. <laughs> <laughs> bit of an interesting character. character. Yeah, like myself probably. Yes. Yeah. Um, so we've gone over. You know, obviously went to Melbourne, came back thing we yes. won't go on it too much but Melbourne wasn't the best experience for you yeah, it wasn't the best experience it was a but it was a life lesson yeah are you happy you went through it now like oh, obviously I'm, not happy I'm, but I'm not happy but I'm great I'm grateful would you change it no I'm grateful I went through all the experiences I've gone through in my lifetime because it's taught me things growing up and now I'm where I'm at and I you know I judge things off based off of what I've been through but then again I'm always learning new things so I don't, I'm not just a stuck in my ways type of guy, I'm a very fluid type of guy. Mm. So. You're very open at doing new things and learning I stuff too. I am very open to doing new things. Yeah. So what What did you want after Melbourne? What was the biggest thing? Um, what were you looking for in life? Well, I came out in Melbourne and um, that was a big thing for me because I was closeted the whole time. Like for the last, or for the previous, I don't know how long, we'll say 17 years. Yeah. I guess that was hard, but I did it, and there we go. That happened. So, I don't know. I guess I came back, and I was like, oh, I can find a love life, and didn't do that, because it's very weird down here. It's very hard in Tassie. Very hard down here, but um, that's fine. Probably still a bit old-fashioned. and Yeah, somewhat. It's slowly opening, slowly growing, but there'll, there'll still be those people, you know. So going on about that, you know, being, being gay and... Um, not being able to express that when you're younger or mm. feel comfortable enough to do that. Mm. 
you were probably the last generation that yeah. was able to what felt like they couldn't come out yeah I'm like I'm just yeah, going no, off I get what you're talking about but now like there's a lot more well it was I know gay, when was it gay marriage was only legalised in what 2015 yeah, maybe was just, I think it was 2015 so like that was before my time technically well well actually it was pretty fresh for me because I was like well wow this is weird I don't know it felt weird but I was like well it makes sense but People are allowed to do whatever they sh- oh actually within reason. Mm. People in, within reason are allowed to do what they want to do and love who they want to love. But um, yes, it's um. I'm a big advocate for anyone can be with anyone and yeah, you exactly. know like type of thing as well. Like, oh, I think I, I think it's know. important for people to just not um, judge people and oh, let exactly. people let people do what they want. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like fuck, who cares what uh, like people think? It, like it's what. You, what you want well I do the only thing I do have a problem with at the moment with the talks of is this thing of bringing um, pedophilia into the it's either the LGBT whatever it's called sorry I'm not familiar with all the letters no LGBTQT or whatever I I don't even know what it is the rainbow community let's just say just say everyone Um, into that community or making it a mental illness that's not on it's a bit, that's a bit strange. Going, like, pedophilia should definitely not be part of that. Com- pedophilia be. is just... Pedophilia is pedophilia. Yeah, it's be. disgusting. It's a, it's it's a, a crime. Illness. It's a crime. Yeah, it's a crime. Like, being gay is not a crime. No, exactly. It's, a, it's like a human right. It's a human right. So being with children is, is a, not a it, human right. It's wrong. Yes, yeah. exactly. Like, so I, I could 100% say everyone... If you went on a survey and you asked a hundred people, <laughs> I feel like a hundred people. A hundred people would say. And if there's that one, then you just know then they're, they're a pedophile. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yes. So, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that's very strange. I didn't know that. So, yeah. Um, but um, yeah, it's just one of those things that, I mean, we're gonna as we go further into the. What do you call this? Um, is it a hundred years? It's a generation, isn't it? I feel yeah. like as we go further into this generation, we're going to see this, more yeah. horrible things and weird things. So, but I mean, we're only twenty-three years into this new generation. And into the century. That's what I'm looking for. <laughs> Not a generation. I was like, the generation. Century. I think generations every generations ten years. years. Yeah. No, that's a decade. Well, <laughs> sixty you, maybe. Thanks for pulling me up. Yeah, um, generation sixty. Odd. That sounds about right, doesn't it? Well, we're mapping now, so we're um, just making shit up. Yeah, we are. Yeah. Um, yeah. Into this, um, I've got a word already. Century. <laughs> yeah, we're just gonna see. I just know we're just gonna continue to see more fucked up shit. It just, it's just one of it. It's a given. Would you have kids in I, this, in this century? Like the way the world's going, like you're saying, everything's getting more fucked up. I don't know. I don't want to put. I don't know if I could give, like, if I had children. I don't know if I could give them a good life with everything. Like, it's just, you can't. Some people can't even provide for themselves properly. So it's like. You know, how are we supposed to... Imagine if, like, I don't know, just with the way living is at the moment, imagine if I had a kid or so. Like, that's even worse. Like, and I'd put them through a life that I... Like, I'd want to give them the best life, but I wouldn't be able to give them the best life I could. Yeah, you don't want to, like, give them a life that yeah. isn't, like, meaningful exactly. or worthy. Yeah. That you, I mean, it, it you would, see a, a life that you want to give someone and you feel like at the moment... Don't get, you, don't get me wrong, I feel like I could be a great like father figure, like, knowing that I've... Knowing the shit I've gone through and knowing what I've done and all that stuff, but at the same time, it's like... I just can't make that commitment. 
and that's a scary big thing mm. and a lot of people my age are jumping into these relationships and commitments and you know having kids and doing shit that's just gonna they're not ready for it and you can see it you just clearly see it it's one of those things where you just clearly see it and you're like well you're not gonna this isn't gonna flourish you're just gonna either ruin something or someone else and that's just the way it goes unfortunately and in uh, Tassie a lot of people have kids very young mm. and probably too young too young and then they can't provide and they can't give that opportunity or don't get me wrong there's a lot of people my age and I'm like they're great parents but there's also a lot of parents that are having children just for the sake of financial as well not just financial but just being like I have a kid and it's attention it's some sort of attention that they must not have gotten or must not get like it's just yeah a lot of people with problems but 21's young to have kids though yeah very I'd say there are people pushing out kids younger than me so it's crazy it's crazy very scary crazy crazy conversation's gone in all directions so far but really hope you guys are enjoying this one if you haven't already give us a like we're on all platforms tiktok instagram facebook on apple Podcasts, on google Podcasts, and most importantly on spotify please follow us on all platforms thanks legends let's get back to it so you've come back to little old launceston little old launceston in tassie yes um you know life's been hard and you've you know, grown, I guess, as a person, had all those life experiences. Mm. What's changed? And um, what? Not much changed in a year when I came back. There were a couple of things that had changed. I will say, though, I did not go down to Georgetown for, for a while. So I, I think it was only earlier this year or maybe late last year. I went. Oh, actually, it was earlier this year. I went down to Georgetown to see a friend I haven't seen in ages and... Oh my god, they have. They, there is so much. Like people that live down there don't realize it. They're like nothing's changed. I'm like there's so much that has changed. Like I can't. Ex- I can't name exactly everything, but like there are. There's a couple of things. Three things that have changed in Georgetown. Regent Square is humongous and it is gorgeous. What have they done? Um, I can't remember exactly what they did. I just know that they've transformed it. A lot of renovations. A lot of renovations. The skate park and the kids' areas and stuff they've put there. Community centre? Oh, I don't think it's more... It's more of just, like, it's a whole... It's this basically this whole square block, like, when you think of it. It's a massive square block, and in this square block, you have so many different things. Like, you've got... You used to have the Rotunda. I don't know if it's still there, but that used to be... You have performances. Then you've got... This, um, the skate park then you've got the kids park and then somewhere in like somewhere near that you've got the um, it's like a fitness park thing like yeah wow oh, I know it's and then I guess further I mean further down the street closer to the Woolworths or the no the other way um, oh. where the roundabout is um, yep. there's a couple of roundabouts but it's hard to explain but if you're from Georgetown you know what I'm talking about <laughs> think of um so all our listeners in Georgetown, yeah, yeah this is a shout ch- out for you. So. <laughs> yeah. Think of the Chinese um, shop up the top, but there is now like a there's like a bike, like track hill thing track, yeah. and it's like incredible. I'm like, wow, I seen this, and I'm like, damn, like that's 
That looks so different to something that I've seen. Do you know what it's called? Or? I have no idea. No, I'll have called. to do my research yeah, on it. you'll have to do the research. That'll be in your next one, I reckon. <laughs> this is what he was talking about, folks. Um, and then um, another thing, I guess, just all the little... There are a few new shops that have popped up and stuff and still... I mean, the same shops, but they've been transformed into... You know, they look nicer and stuff. Some good food down in Georgetown, too. Like, you've got the Japanese... I haven't been down there yet. That's maybe that's on the list. Amazing. That's to all you, you Georgetown there? fuckers, though, who okay. keep. <laughs> Let me say this. Okay. I fucking Georgetown need to pull their head out, though, because not everyone in Georgetown, but this, these guys cannot open their restaurant because everyone keeps fucking trashing the oh, restaurant no. while they're trying to open it. Really? Is and that they, not... they've already threatened to pull out because if Is it that... happens again, because they're spending so much money on your town. And you little fucking kids got the finger need to stop, you know, going in and trashing the place from the open See, up. This is just another, this is what I mean about Georgetown. It's just, like, I'm talking shit, but, like, <laughs> it's the small community that don't want something. And if they don't want something, they'll make it not happen. But I, I feel like it's it's changing. There's such, there's such, it's a small, this is why I moved, because it's a small-minded community. There are beautiful people down there, don't get me wrong. And for all the people that I have stuff to do with and... We love you. Yeah, Yeah. we love you. (laughs) But, and even people I grew up with and stuff like that I still talk to today and, you know, that helped me feel nice growing up and stuff and accepted. Yeah. Love yous. But for the people, (laughs) the other ones... You one percenters. You one percenters, just grow up. Just let... The Georgetown Bannards. Don't even get me started. If... Everyone came together and the whole town worked as, you know, if just everyone didn't have an opinion. I mean, you can have an opinion, but just let Georgetown flourish into the town it could be. It's such a beautiful spot. It is a beautiful spot, but the people, man, <laughs> the people. The, they, eh, I feel is. like it's changing, but let's... I feel like we should just move on. Let's get off Georgetown. So I, yeah... We, I hadn't seen that place in a while and it blew my mind, honestly. Like, it was incredible. I Seeing that spot, I was like, Jesus Christ. Like, a lot has changed. It was just a great experience. But then I left. So. And, <laughs> and I then, can't make a bid. And now you're in Lonnie. Now I'm in Lonnie. Do you like Lonnie? Lonnie is a lot better. It's There's a lot more stuff up here, obviously. Like, it's growing. It's growing. There's a lot happening. A lot but, of communities. Yeah, but it's a bit scary lately. I won't lie, it's a bit scary with all the stuff that's happening lately. Shootings, missing people. Shoot, yeah, well, this poor girl. Yeah. It's making me sad looking at this stuff. Like, I don't know what's happened with it. I don't want to delve too far into it. I feel like looking into the news sometimes just makes it sad it too. It does. And yeah. then, like, there's just... It scares me with all the stuff that happens because there's just, like, the shootings, stabbings that have happened. Um, Were they weekly or...? No, they're not, not weekly. weekly. They've just been more... Re- frequent? Yeah, more frequent. Um, yes, like robbing, like it's just. I think that's infla- inflation, though. Oh, it does that to people because of like, COVID and it's things. What um, it's a chain effect, unfortunately, in life. Inflation happens and stuff gets harder to get, and people are going to steal. It's the thing with the vapes, like you know, I don't even where I don't know where I put it, but <laughs> it's in my pocket. This thing, I mean, I'm holding a vape right now, is has just. So I was able to once upon a time pick them up for about $35. They have now gone up to about in between $45 to $60 a pop. And ever since, yeah, ever since the other day, people have 
been hounding people for them. Like, because you won't be able to get them in anymore. Banned Australia-wide. Like, Are they? Yeah. When was that put through? Was that... I don't know exactly when it was, but so they, were, they were investing a bunch of money to, like, cut down on the, um, you know, the... Are they going to be 100 bucks soon? It's like $230 million, I think. <laughs> They've invested... The government have invested that much money just to stop vaping. That's when crazy. When they could have invested money in something... They, like, this is another thing. That stadium, we Tasmanians are in our, in our tax going to pay, I don't know how much money. I think it's like an extra thousand. That's not a lot when you think about it. But that's still, like, that's still money coming out of our pockets. Like, for a stadium that we're not... I'm not going to use the stadium. You're, I don't know about you. I'll probably use it. Oh, yeah, go for a kick in the <laughs> new stadium. But, but I understand where you're coming from. Like, you know... You're not a big, especially if you're not going to use it and not it's not a, part of. I'm not a footy person. It's not part of your community and stuff, too, is it? Yeah, so, exactly. Yeah. Whereas there's so much stuff that needs, like the health system. The health system needs a massive redo in Tasmania. Well, even Australia. But it just needs a massive redo. Um, the homelessness crisis. The, I've, se- I've seen that many people, I've seen that many tents in backyards lately. That it's like, this is what people are going through and the government just look at us and they go, we don't care. Mm. We do not care. I mean, there's a select few in government that I probably have seen once upon a time and gone, mm, they'd be good. But then they can, they can, even the guy now, like he said, a lot of the stuff he wasn't going to do is now being done. It's like they, they, they say, they initially go in thinking they're going it's to do a, a good thing. It's a bribe and then they us. And then they get guilty. It's a bribe. Yeah, and All they of, become, Everything they say in their... Um, in their spill. Or, yeah, in the spill before they get in the seat is just to make us, you know, love hard eyes and we're like, oh, we're, this is the best guy ever. We, let's go with him. And then fucking bang, just rails us from behind. And not in a good way either, in a shit way. Mm. Not literally, but... Yeah, yeah, for sure. Anyways. But, yeah, let's keep going back to... You've come back to Tassie, you've <laughs> Georged out Lottie, yeah. we've had rants at both. Yeah. But now we're going on about you we want to talk about you. What would you really like to know? So your like your mindset hasn't changed but like you've got new passions or anything? Mindset, actually I will say mindset's changed over the years. What's your mindset now? Um put myself first. And not in a selfish way, but and kind of actually in a selfish way, but in a good that's, selfish that's way. That's fine. Being selfish is good. But not in a like not in a horrible way. I'm still going to be the person I always have been. And I'm I, not as much of a giver anymore, and I'm not as much of a, you know, go out of my way for people. But I'm still that person that cares about people. I'm still that person that loves people. And, you know, I there are some people I would literally... Well, there's actually a lot of people in my life that I probably would give my lung for... Your heart, yeah, heart or whatever. You, whatever they needed, yeah. I'd probably give it to them. <laughs> but I also, at the same time, have learned over the few years that no one is going to be there for me as much as myself. Mm-hmm. Very true. And that's why I've decided to put myself first. And I focus on myself for the last um, two years, I'd say now. Yeah. Year, yeah. So what are, you, what are you doing to focus on yourself? Well, I seven months, eight months ago, I started gym. And I have, my whole life have been, I felt horrible about myself. I felt fat. I felt ugly. Like, there have been times where I've just wanted to fucking die because of how ugly and fat I felt. And I'm just, you know, now I go to the gym 
and I've met so many people, including my amazing PT. She is one of the most golden people I've ever met in my life. And just people that I, just my friends I see every day when I go to the gym and then, you know, my classmates and stuff. You guys are fucking great. Like, TAFE people, like, and this is the thing I've found. You surround yourself with people that are close, like, closer thinking to you, you know? Yeah, similar, people that are similar, similar to you. minded Or people that... You surround yourself with good people. You surround generally... yourself with good and, you know, similar-minded people, and you will go so far in life. And that's what I'm feeling. I'm, I have skyrocketed from where I was about eight months ago. I was so sad eight months ago. Yeah. I felt so shit about myself. And yes, I'm not where I want to be now, but I will get there. You're working towards I'm it. I'm working towards it. it. It's it's not it's not a sprint. It's a marathon. Exactly. And but it's also a marathon that is possible when you have great people around you. And I've learned that. And now I'm. We just watched someone <laughs> stack it on the wheel. Um, but yeah, you, you 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 surround yourself and you go to the gym. You have a good routine there. Yeah, exactly. I eat healthier. I pick things in my life that are healthier for me. I'm making like, better choices. Making better choices. I go to the gym every day. Like something I, I need to get better at. I, I don't strength train every day, but I'm at the gym every day, and so, my mind has never been better. My mental health. Pardon me. Um, is it? Is my it? mental health is probably at its peak since it's I've started. So. Yeah, that's massive. And mental health as well, you know, it's something that will never go away. Mental health is 100%. It, it's something that you live with forever. Yeah. It's just about um, finding what works, what works for you. Yeah, managing it the right way. And mental health is different for every person. It's not the same for... No. Like, my mental health is different to your mental yeah. health compared to all these people, oh, 100 here. people who Honestly, are here. to God, that guy there or that chick there or those people on the chairlift all have... Different issues. Well, not just different issues, but different issues. Different uh, looks in life or like, whatever. Yeah, I, I don't know where well, we got, but just different... <laughs> not issues so much, but different... Look. We all have a different way of coping with things. We all have our own issues. We all, yeah, Like I said, we all have our own shit going on, but it's just the way you look at it. It is the way you look at it. And it's... And the, and the things you do to make it better, better. As, exactly as well. Because right. it's not going to go away. It's not going to go away, but it's also not going to go away unless you want it and make it go away. Make an effort. Yes. You can't... People that don't want help aren't going to help themselves. Were you scared going to the gym oh, for yeah. the first time? 100%. Yeah. I went back in high school and I was actually teased by um, about it by someone that is actually a... Uh, <laughs> very big body well he's big on fitness and bodybuilding now and a couple of his friends and you know they well they made fun of me for not just going to the gym but being fat and you know there are a lot of people that contributed to my now horrible image of myself i mean i wasn't very active growing up but like there are people that aren't very active but still feel good about themselves i feel absolutely fucking terrible about myself and i had felt terrible about myself for ages but now I'm, you know, I feel good. I feel, yeah, I'm, like I said, I'm not going, I'm not where I want to be, but. You're working toward, you're climbing the mountain. We're climbing the mountain. Yeah. Mount Everest ain't got shit on me, as Labyrinth said. So if I was joining the gym today. Yes, which you already have. 
Yeah, and I don't use enough, but I am about to get better with rehab and things. Good. So baby steps. Yes. But just say to someone new who was going through a bit of struggle and the motivation, because yeah. winter's coming and winter is yeah. hard to get motivated yeah. and things. What one tip would you say, would you get, get someone in a routine, you'd say? Uh, it's, unfortunately, you can't. There's, there's nothing? It's not that there's nothing, it's the fact that it's different for everyone. But my, what got me was just, uh, But even if you click with, like, 5% of people listening to this, yeah. and it helps that 5%, what yeah. was the one thing that worked for you really well? I, the thing that worked for me was getting linked in with a personal trainer. Personal trainer? Personal trainer. But then that's such a, like... It's expensive. I was gonna, wasn't even going to go down that route. Oh, oh yeah. Oh. I know it's expensive, but it can work. But it's about the, the fear of finding the person. Yeah. Do you find that could be confronting for a lot of people too? Because you just got to find the right person. Like I think a lot of people would actually, you know, you've got to just message them and introduce yourself to them and like ask them and like if, how they can help. And it's stuff. like an interview, isn't it? Yeah, it is like an interview and stuff. But if you know, I got lucky. Like, I found my PT the first go, and she's amazing. Like, yeah. So it's just about finding the right PT. Right. Well, not just the... Not, you don't even have to use a PT. I guess just... I, I don't know. Just if you want to change yourself, just focus on yourself. Because time... Like, it works. Yeah. And, like, not wo- and not worrying about what's going on around. Yeah, like, don't worry about what other... Because trust me, I used to think about what other people were thinking about me. And I go to the gym and, I mean, I have the occasional look around and there's someone there looking at me, but I'm like, I don't care. Like, and you just learn that once you get into that routine, it's like, oh, look, someone's staring at me. How funny. But then it's like, I'm doing my own shit and I'm probably dying while I'm doing it because it's really hurting. So I'm not worried about what anyone's looking at me for. So I'm getting those gains. Gains, baby. Gains, baby. So, like, obviously, don't have too much more else to say, but I do want to ask what what's next for you, maybe, you know, going forwards as well. Um, not just, like, in fitness, but just... In life. Well, not in life. I guess, yeah, in life. In yeah. yeah. What, what are you trying to become? Um, obviously, just continue on the support worker role in life is that what you want to do I think I'm going to continue doing I may I won't stay I don't think I'll stay in support work forever but I will stay in the disability industry because being someone with a disability I can advocate for people with a disability and I can somewhat understand where they're coming from and you know it being where being in position this position that I've seen some people sorry I just started I'm going to start again being in the position that I've seen some people in before is good for me because I can then turn around and go, okay, this is how... I mean, one approach doesn't work for everyone, but I can still make the effort and go, okay, how about we try this because I tried this when I was in your position and, you know, it's it worked, but... I mean, if it doesn't work, it doesn't work, but, you know, you can only try. But I guess it, we're learning it, a lot about that at TAFE too. It could work, yeah. It could work, yeah. but... I mean, we're learning about a lot of, you know, person-based stuff it takes. So. Well, all I would say to you from knowing you for a short amount of time and what I see now is just keep doing what you're doing. You're, you're so young and you've done a lot in your life 
and you've got a lot of living to do still, obviously. Trying. <laughs> but when... just keep posi- just keep going, and I know something big's going to happen. Thank you. I don't know what it will be. I don't know what field it will be in, but you just have a good vibe to you and um, good nature, and you do have a big heart. Thank you. Honestly. And just keep keep on the the right direction and keep surrounding yourself with good people instead of, you know, people. getting darted. Caught up in the wrong the stuff. Wrong bullshit. Yeah. And I feel like whatever you do, you will succeed. Thank and you. you're only 21 and so you've got so much time to still explore and yeah. work out what you want to do. So yeah. don't well, don't feel like you have to know now. No. And in our life, we're in a good generation. What we're going back to generation or the century conversation, yes. but we're we're in that type of time where you're going to do a lot of different random you can shit. Be who you want to be, and be who you want to be. Yeah. Yes. So, um, I just want to say thank you for today's chat. Thank you. It's been something else and <laughs> something pretty special. It's been something pretty interesting. <laughs> Very interesting. And um, I will have a hat for you. Oh. I'm excited. To give you what guest number you will be, but I just don't know when this is going to be dropping. That's fine. So I'll give it to you in the next few weeks. All right. And I hope everyone can't wait to hear this episode. So thank you very much, Connor, for coming on. Thanks for having me. And I'll see you soon. That is a wrap. Another episode down, a couple more for this series, but I really hope you guys are enjoying it. So. Stay tuned, more is coming and some big news in the retail space. Did I accidentally say that? No, I didn't. But yes, there might be a shop coming very, very soon. So stay tuned.